the key word there is perceived. So there's no really, there's no way to trick your mind other than tricking your mind. <laughs> episode 987 of Diz Runs Radio is a quick tip episode. Today's quick tip, treadmill talk part three, data discrepancies and purchasing considerations. Hey guys, uh, before we wrap up the uh, the treadmill trifecta with Thessaly today, uh, today's episode of the show is brought to you. I guess I guess I'm the sponsor again of this one too. Uh, just like last week, we're talking about the little things. Last week, today we're talking about the giveaway, uh, which is which I, I feel like I say this a lot of times, but it really truly is one of my favorite things that I do. Is every month pick a pick a new person, pick somebody to. Uh, have the opportunity to work with for free. And, and I don't know, maybe, maybe it's, it's not a great prize. I don't know. I feel, I feel like I'm pretty good. I feel like I'm an all right guy and, and maybe getting to work with me for free is not the worst, the worst thing in the world because free, I mean, you know, if it's free, it's for me. But anyway, uh, I, I, every month I try to give away or not every month I try to, every month I do give away a free 16 week training plan. It could be for a race of your choice. So you could, you could get it and hold it for, you know, six months, a year, two years, whatever. And you got a race going, Hey, you want to cash it in, bada boom, bada bam, we'll get to work. It could just be, Hey, could you just help me kind of get back into a groove, kind of get, get things going, get on a good path over the next 16 weeks? Hey, we, we can do that as well. Um, but the way that happens is you got to be in it to win it. So you go, go over to disruns.com slash giveaway, or you can also just get there right on the homepage, disruns.com. There's a button that says click here to enter. You click that, bada boom, bada bam. You enter your name, you enter your email address, and you are you are in it. You are in it, and then every, at the beginning of each month, uh, pick a pick a name, pick a random number generator number, and then find the corresponding person that uh, that relates to that are tagged with the the giveaway tag, which you'll get tagged with when you go through one of those those options, and uh, say, hey, congratulations, you won, and uh, now just let me know when you want to get to get started, and we'll get uh, we'll get to work. So uh, if you if you're so inclined, like I said, disruns.com slash giveaway right there on the homepage, disruns.com, uh, and uh, may the odds be ever in your favor. And, and, and one last thing, I, I try to mention this every time, um, but you don't have to re-enter, of course. Like once you're entered once, you're automatically re-entered each and every month. So just do it once, good to go, disruns.com slash giveaway. So like I mentioned already, we are wrapping up the trifecta three weeks in a row with Thessaly, uh, which is probably a welcome change for most of you to be like, gosh, finally, he's, he's shutting up a little bit on these Friday episodes, letting somebody else talk once in a while. So uh, the last couple of weeks, Thessaly Nicolason has been joining us and we've been talking about various treadmill related topics uh, and answering some questions that were submitted by folks in the Facebook group. And today we're going to wrap up the series uh, by talking about kind of some calibration issues and focusing on the difference of data between indoor and outdoor, talking about uh, maybe some some different things to consider if, if purchasing a treadmill might be something that you're going to do, uh, or at least thinking about doing after after these uh, three episodes. Maybe like, gosh, you know what? Maybe maybe Thessaly's got it right. Maybe maybe the treadmill is the thing for me. Uh, so that's, that's the, the topics for today. In case you missed the last couple weeks, uh, two weeks ago, episode 983, we talked about kind of ways to overcome the boredom, some reasons that you might that, that run on the treadmill might be something that uh, you know you're going to have to find yourself doing, whether it's weather or, or a whole host of other options. So that was episode 983, episode 985 from last week. Talked about workouts to do on the treadmill, some considerations for doing workouts on the in, on on the treadmill, and some ways and, and tips and some things to keep in mind to try to mitigate the injury risk that may be associated with running on the treadmill. Certainly, I mean running. Runners, we deal with injuries far too often anyway, but you know, there's some things we can do on the treadmill to try to help mitigate those risks as well. So we talked about a little bit of that as well last week in episode 985. Uh, and today, like I said, talking about some data differences, syncing things up, making sure what you're seeing on the treadmill is what the actual output happens to be. And uh, happy to welcome Thessaly back again. Thessaly, thanks for joining us for uh, the third week in a row. Glad to have you back again. 
Thanks so much for having me. I'm excited to talk about more treadmill stuff. Good, good. I'm, I'm excited to talk about more treadmill stuff too, and then maybe be done talking about it for a while because uh, you know where I stand on the treadmill. But uh, anyway, guys, once again, Thessaly, 26.2 at T-H-E-S-S-A-L-Y, 26.2 on Instagram. If you've got any specific questions that you want to ask Thessaly, you can also find her in the Facebook group. She's a regular there. And uh, episode 898, if you missed her full-length feature episode slash interview you can go back in the archives and find that one or just go right to disruns.com slash 898 and listen to it there as well so Thessaly today uh kind of like uh, i've already let the cat out of the bag a couple times but uh, this was one this was the other one that maybe had the most questions between between the boredom that we talked about a couple weeks ago and then kind of dealing with the the calibration type of issues or the difference in in uh, how it feels to run inside versus outside some people feel easier running on the treadmill to get outside and it becomes a slog. Some people vice versa. It feels like, you know, outside everything's just easy, easy, easy peasy, smooth sailing. Then you get on the treadmill and like you can't hardly keep up. Uh, of course, there's calibration issues sometimes as well, where what it says on your watch, what it says on the treadmill, they're not even close to, to each other. So uh, we'll start, we'll start broad and, and kind of go from there. But um, thoughts on, on any of those topics that you want to start with, and then we'll kind of dive into each of them as we go. So as far as perceived exertion rate, um, it's the key word there is perceived. So there's no really, there's no way to trick your mind other than tricking your mind. (laughs) Um, That was a really bad way of saying that, but like, it's all perception. So if you, back to the mindset from week one of this little series is if you train your mind to anticipate enjoying your run on the treadmill um that really does help mitigate the perceived difficulty because it really for me anyway I I perceive treadmill as like my happy place my best friend my the place where I can zone out or process all the good and bad things that happen throughout a day um that's so my perceived exertion is like this is going to be awesome because this is my time for me to enjoy a workout and push myself a little bit and just get into a happier mindset at the end of it. Um, so that's kind of where <laughs> that question leads me. Mm-hmm. Is It's a perception of if you want it to feel easier, just train your mind to make it feel easier. <laughs> Yeah. Easier said than done, obviously, but certainly, certainly. And I, and I you know, I, I, this has kind of been a little bit of a theme, especially in, in week one, maybe not as much last week, although we think we talked about it maybe a little bit last week, but like, you know, you're, you're, you're giving your answer and I keep thinking like, it's, it's the exact same, maybe, maybe not exact, but it's very similar <laughs> to just being out on the roads anyway. Like if, if, yeah. you know, the days that I'm like, Oh, I don't know if I really want to go for my run today. Those days always feel harder, right? Like, like the, for whatever reason, whether it's, I didn't sleep as well, or I'm just not looking forward to it, or it's hot out or whatever. Like those are the days that like the same pace, the same heart rate feels a lot harder than the days when it's like, all right, I'm chomping at the bit. I'm ready to go. Like you feel like you're floating and you look down at your watch and it's, it's, you are you like, you're not going fast and you're not, your heart rate's not high, or at least my heart rate's not high. And it's just like, oh, like it's so easy today. So, you know, yeah. I, I think you're, you're spot on that it's, it, like you said, it's perceived exertion. So like it's a lot of it's between the ears more so than it is anywhere else. Right. Exactly. <sighs> what, and secret is like, it's no, it really is no different from mm-hmm. an outdoor run as far as like <laughs> training your mind. It really is a feature or a habit that you can mm-hmm. create to have a positive, more um, excited approach to running 
in general, inside right. or outside. So it's more, this whole episode, I feel like, will be more like um, strength training your mind. Right, right. Well, and, and maybe part of the factor, part of the thing at, at play is, you know, and again, speaking speaking from the perspective, at, at least, of those who are would rather be running outside and then for one reason or another, they're inside on the treadmill and they, they look down at the, the display you know, they set their, they set their treadmill up. We'll just use, we'll use simple numbers. They set their treadmill up mm-hmm. to go, uh, you know, at, at 10.0 or I'm sorry, at 6.0, which would be like a 10 minute mile. Um, uh-huh. and like, well, you know, I'll, I'll use, I'll use first person, you know, to, again, to try to make it as simple, but like, Oh, running outside at a 10 minute pace, easy peasy, no big deal. How come on the treadmill? It, I feel like I'm working twice as hard and maybe I've got my heart rate strap on and maybe my heart rate is, you know, 20, 30 beats higher than it normally should be. Um, and, and, and I guess where I'm, where I'm going here is that the calibration could be off. Like, like what the treadmill is saying might not be exactly what it lines up to be. And so, so like you feel like, well, gosh, like why am I working so hard? Or wh- why was it so easy to run at that pace that, that normally I feel like I'm struggling at that pace outside? Well, maybe it's not. So how do you, how do you kind of check or how do you, you know if what the treadmill is telling you is right? Because, and, and I will say this too, I'm a little bit, I don't want to say bi- like biased, but I'm skeptical of when you set your watch to indoor running, you know, whether it's Garmin, Koros, whatever, you set it to indoor running, I'm a little bit skeptical that that's going to be laser accurate. I mean, I, I even don't trust it to be laser accurate outside when I'm using the satellites, but when I'm running inside, it definitely I don't trust it to be laser accurate. So like, how do you kind of balance the calibration between maybe what your watch is telling you, what your treadmill is running you and kind of knowing what's, what's right or what's close enough or, or how do you kind of gauge your data? Yeah, sure. So one thing, if you are running inside and using your watch to track your mileage, make sure that you have it set to indoor running, not outdoor mm-hmm. running. Um, that's tip number one. And the more you use that feature, so the more you train your watch to recognize that pace mm-hmm. and that um, setting, the more accurate it becomes. So your first run inside might be totally off. Um, and same with your treadmill um i tend to err on the side of distrusting that because i run at the gym or run at work Mm -hmm. and so i tend to trust that there's enough people using it and enough service done by the gym owners or by um, our facilities maintenance tech here at work um that it is calibrated correctly but my best um advice is choose one to trust you Mm. can't necessarily trust um your watch and the treadmill and expect both of them to line up completely so choose one (laughs) just go with the one that you trust more you think is going to be more accurate more consistently and go with that and use the other one just as a backup or as another way to track things but i always trust the treadmill more than my watch okay. <laughs> um so yeah don't don't overthink it um no that's that's good and, and a couple of a couple of thoughts that i have and, and again as as has been the theme feel free to, to weigh in tell me yes tell me no yeah. whatever um but like you said with with your if you're using your watch you set it on indoor make sure you're not holding on to any of the rails on the treadmill because the way right. that that works is it is measuring the movement of your arm your arm swing mm-hmm. so if your arm's not swinging it's going to be jacked up. Like, like the data is not going to be close. Um, another thought for, uh, you know, treadmills and, and maybe this is a little bit judgy, but like, 
I guess I guess if you're judging an inanimate object, like it's not really judging anymore, right? You, you don't have to be be uh, guilty of being biased in any type of way. But like, if you're if you're at the gym and it's you know a pretty nice gym with pretty nice equipment, like probably a decent chance that that things are upkept well. And if it's a newer ish treadmill probably a decent chance that it's that it's okay if it's if it's a little bit maybe it's like a neighborhood gym like we've got our little in our subdivision there's a little like community gym there we've got like a couple of nice treadmills that seem like they're pretty new a couple that have probably been around for 20 years like i don't know maybe i'm off but like i feel like the newer ones probably i trust those a little bit more than the ones that have been around uh for 15 or 20 years that maybe those ones are a little bit off on the calibration side What, what are your thoughts yeah, um, I, I think the newer ones are more accurate in general. And speaking of going to the gym, if you can, try and go and use the same treadmill. Because mm, <laughs> um, yeah. that's what I, I have two at my gym that I use. Um, and obviously, if there's only like one and it's not, quote unquote, my treadmill. Right. Like, I'll... I'm not going to not run because somebody's on my treadmill, <laughs> but like try and go to the same one. Cause it's calibrated the same mm-hmm. from one day to the next pretty much. Whereas the one right next door might not be quite as, uh, synced up. Right. If that makes sense. So it's like, it's a machine. Right. <laughs> they're, they're all going to have their own specific nuances and they're going to be off a tiny bit from, mm-hmm. Um, treadmill to treadmill so try and use the same one if you can yeah um don't be a brat about it because i've <laughs> definitely <laughs> been a brat about it before when i was like really rigid um and, like, excuse me ma'am but you're on my treadmill uh this is planet fitness no. treadmill what are you talking about no no ma'am this yeah. is my treadmill no it's it i've been i've been kind of annoying <laughs> where i'm like tap somebody on the shoulder like hey how much longer do you have <laughs> one right there Anyway, this anyway. was 10 years ago, right. like nine or 10 years ago. So right. I've grown up a little bit. <laughs> yeah. But as, as a, an example of that, again, like, like, I think it's a great point. Um, I used to, you know, in a, in a past life, I worked somewhere where there was like a little bit of a gym there and it was kind of like your, your stereotypical kind of old, like a lot of secondhand equipment, which was fine. It worked great. But like mm-hmm. there were two ellipticals that were, you know, different models, but they were, you know, side by side. And on one, like you could barely break a sweat and it was telling you were going like six minute pace or whatever. And the other one, like you'd be killing yourself, like maybe not literally killing yeah. yourself, but metaphorically <laughs> killing yourself. And it would say that you were doing like a 12 minute pace. And so right. clearly they, they, they were, I don't know which one was right. Probably the one that you had to push, but probably they were both off. They were just off in different directions. Probably the, the truth exactly. was somewhere in the middle. So, you know, kind of, and maybe the, the, the final answer there when it comes to calibration and data and, and things like that, comparing between indoor and outdoor is, you know, don't be afraid to use a little bit of common sense and not just trust anything. Like, like if it's, if, if your watch or your treadmill is telling you that you're running five minute pace, you know, you're running 12 miles an hour, but you know that you're not running 12 miles an hour. Like don't just write it down. Like, Oh, well, I guess, I guess today I was really flying. Like probably not, not what was going on. So then maybe, and, and maybe the, the best way to compare not in terms of mileage, but it's just time. You know, if you normally run yeah. for an hour, run for an hour. And what, you know, if the display is a little bit off, if it tells you you ran eight miles in an hour, but you know, it's probably more like five and a half then like, all right, five and a half, like, like whatever would normally be your kind of duration type of situation. That's, that's a good kind of fallback if nothing else. Yeah, that's a great point. So, um, most treadmills, at least in a public setting, will have an hour time limit. So go for an hour and mm-hmm. see, how long you were going that day and like what the 
speed was quote unquote set at and see if it does feel realistic to have run nine miles in an hour or not for you. Right. Yeah, that's that's a great point. Like if if you if you can normally do an hour, you know, six miles in an hour, just set it for set it for 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 that pace, you know, for ten minute pace, and just cruise for yeah. an hour. And does it does it tell you that you're at six miles in an hour, or five point nine, or six point one? All right, we can work with that. If it tells you you're right. at something way far off, then you know that hey, this one's a little bit off. You can scale it accordingly. So that's good. We, we, I think we got there. I think we we somehow yeah. got there. Look at this on the calibrate the tag team. You know, t- teamwork is it makes a dream work. <laughs> Um, awesome. Last, last but not least, before we uh, wrap up this this episode in this series, if people, are, like I said, if people are listening and are like, gosh, you know what, maybe maybe buying a treadmill, but I have no idea where to start. Um, I know from I know just enough to be dangerous that there's that there is a big range that you can look to spend if you're thinking about getting a treadmill. Um, you know, but for somebody who who's like, you know what, I'd like to have one in the basement. I'd like to have one in the living room, wherever, wherever is most convenient for me to run, uh, whether it's for this winter, maybe put it on the Christmas list, the holiday list, whatever. Um, what kind of things should people think about or, or, or maybe your, your, you know, the must haves. And then, you know, where do we get into this, some of the, the luxury items that are out there when it comes to a treadmill? Yeah. So a treadmill really is, depending on how much you use it, it can be an investment. So if you're going to buy a treadmill and cancel your gym membership, you can allocate those mm-hmm. monthly fees right. to your treadmill budget and up it that way. But if you're only going to use the treadmill like two months out of the year, I would err on the side of it's okay to go a little bit cheaper mm-hmm. just because you don't want to waste that money because I right. hate to recommend something that's like thousands of dollars because they really can be like two, right. three, four thousand dollars. Um, I don't, that's like against everything in me to recommend something <laughs> where you're only going to use it like 60 days out of the year. Mm-hmm. So um, see what would work for you. That's a big reason I haven't purchased one is because like if I get one, I'm going to get a pretty fancy one because I'll use it every day. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to waste even like $500 on a Costco treadmill right. if um, if it's only going to be used a handful of times in a pinch. Um, but a couple must-haves, make sure that you can test it ahead of time. Mm. So I would recommend probably not going on eBay, <laughs> um, not going on online. Try and go in-store to purchase it so you can actually get a good feel for running on one. Right. Or if you're going on like Facebook Marketplace or Craigslist or something, see if you can test it out ahead of time. And if they say no, don't get it. Right. (laughs) Yeah, that's a warning sign if you can't test it out beforehand. Yeah, because you want to be able to run on it. You want to make sure that you can feel comfortable, that you can get it up to speed, that you can like feel secure in Mm -hmm. running. Um, So that's point number one, test it out for real. Um, put on your shoes, put on whatever workout clothes you're going to wear and just go for a run. Like you can test drive cars, you can test mm-hmm. drive a treadmill is my rule of thumb with that. Um, other must-haves, if you are putting it in a place where you're at home, make sure that you have the right outlet. So some treadmills mm-hmm. on the higher end have a specific outlet you have to be able to plug it into. Um, so make sure it has like a standard outlet or you have the converter. Um, so you can plug it in and get power to it because it is a machine. You have mm-hmm. to have electricity to hook it up unless it's a manual treadmill. Um, and if you're going to get a manual treadmill, <laughs> enjoy that. <laughs> I don't recommend it, but <laughs> go for it if you want to. Um, 
another thing, if you are putting it in a place where there's no TV or no music near you, um, if that's a deal breaker, then see if you can find a treadmill with the TV. That will be on the higher end as far as price point goes. But if that's something that's really important to you and you don't have a spare TV or it's not going to be in your living room or somewhere where you have a TV or radio or whatever, um, make sure that that need is met as well. Um, other than that, just make sure the belt's long enough. I always go for, if I'm like looking for something for personal use, I would say go for a commercial treadmill as long as you have the correct outlet for it just because they tend to be more durable and long lasting mm -hmm. rather than the ones that are marketed for a home treadmill. Cause those ones do tend to be on the cheaper side of things as far as the mechanics of it. Right. What about, motor, what about motor size? I, my, my, my uh -oh. loose thought <laughs> is like, if you know, within, obviously you got to stick within your budget, but the, the bigger the motor, the better because the less, the, the, the longer it'll last, the less wear and tear, uh, things like that. But what, what, any, anything I'm missing there? Um, that's something I have no idea. That's where okay. <laughs> I think like commercial. It's, you're rather, probably right. Yeah. Commercial is going to have yeah. a little better motor and that's going to make it last better. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I, I, maybe another thought and, and I don't think this one would be as, as controversial or as, as something that you're not aware of, but like, you know, get your, get your tape measure out or your measuring stick or your ruler, whatever, like make sure that it's going to fit where you want to put it. And oh, if you're yeah. getting if you're getting one that's that's maybe like a good one, but it's used from play it against sports or whatever, and it's not like coming in like a, a box so it's easy to move in, like make sure it'll fit through your doors, like you know, just right. or, or transportation, you know, as far as do you have to rent a rent a van or do, will they deliver or just you know some of those logistical things that you don't think of until you get there and go, well, shoot, now how am I how am I going to get this in the house? Like, like I got yeah. it, <laughs> but how do I get it in the door? So some of those those simple things that are easy to overlook. Yeah, and I know somebody was asking on Facebook about um, how do I make it an outdoor treadmill or how do I mm -hmm. bring the outside <laughs> into the treadmill environment or experience. Um, you can set it up in your garage if you don't have a car that you're needing to park in the garage. Um, that's where I ran a lot of 2020 was in my friend's garage on her treadmill. Mm -hmm. So that's a, as long as it's like safe and secure and you can lock your garage, that's a right. pretty good right. tip. And, and, I've seen people with them on the back porch, things like that. You just want to be, make sure yeah. you're careful. Like you might have to do a little more maintenance to make sure they don't, pieces don't rust and you know, lubrication, things like that, that you might yeah. have to do inside. But just, you know, if, if that helps getting outside a little fresh air, but still being on the treadmill, hey, whatever works for you. What about, uh, you know, high end stuff? Like you said, like TV. I know we talked a little bit before we started recording, I think about some of the life fit and some of the, the fancy stuff. So if somebody's got like, hey, I've got the budget and I want the bougiest treadmill I can get, uh, what, kind, what kind of things can they get for, uh, you know, for a pretty penny or two? Yeah, so some of the more high-end, really fancy treadmills have runs where you can run specific courses. So if you've never qualified for Boston, but you've always wanted to do it and you can afford that treadmill, there are treadmills that have specific courses um, and that it mimics the hills and mimics the scenery or like has the Google Maps, Google Earth of the scenery and the course and everything. So if you want to go that high-end, more power to you and enjoy it because yeah. it's it's a pretty cool experience to run on a fancy treadmill yeah absolutely and, and all kinds of bells and whistles i know i know treadmill or uh, treadmill i know peloton has a treadmill so you can get the fancy like all the workouts and stuff that go right through that um 
you know, again, it's if, if I feel like, you know, maybe that's that's America for you. Like if, if you've got, you know, the fanciest that you want, we, we'll get it to you. We'll get you something yeah. fancy if, the, you know, if you, the, you wave the right amount of dollars at us. Um, yeah. So yeah but, and I know last week we touched a little bit on decline. Mm-hmm. Some of the more expensive treadmills do go on a decline. And I think we linked up in last week's show mm-hmm. notes a, a treadmill that does go down to at least negative three decline. So yeah. there are options. So if you want to get a better hill workout, that's there's no limit really. Right. right. Yeah. We'll, we'll link that, that treadmill in the, in today's show notes as well. And, and maybe I know there's, there's some websites out there. I don't know how good they are about different types of treadmills, but I find something good, uh, some, some different, you know, like a good resource of different types of treadmills out there. We'll, we'll make sure to link that up as well, but you know, a little Google search and, and a little bit of discretion. You can find a lot of options of, you know, different budgets and different bells and whistles and things like that. But, uh, Thessaly, yeah. thank you for, uh, for kind of suggesting this slash being up for it. <laughs> Um, yeah. this was a lot of fun and it'd be helpful for me because next time somebody asks me treadmill questions, I can just be like, Hey, we got these three episodes. Go, go listen to your heart's content about the treadmill, get some of that information. And, and once again, guys, if you want to connect with Thessaly, it's at Thessaly 26.2 on Instagram. You can also find her in the Facebook group and, and ask her questions there. Or I know if you ask a question about treadmill, she's going to be all over it. Just a, a public <laughs> question. She'll be answering it. Um, yeah. So Don't any- be shy. I am always always up for a treadmill chat or running <laughs> chat in general but treadmill's my my specialty <laughs> yes yes indeed and guys if you got anything for me you know where to find me at disruns on twitter at disruns on instagram disruns at gmail.com disruns.com slash 987 is the link today show notes memes gifs links comment section all the things we got the comment section on youtube as well whatever you got to get in touch with me about tell me that tell me what treadmill you love what treadmill you don't like crazy calibration stories or anything else hit me up and uh y'all until next time well i guess one more plug for the giveaway uh, disruns.com slash giveaway uh, get yourself entered to win. We'll be picking a new winner at the uh, the beginning of, I guess this is coming out in October, so the beginning of November, we'll pick a new winner. Uh, you got to be in it to win at disruns.com slash giveaway. And uh, until next time, y'all, be well. Take good care. Thanks again for listening. Enjoy that time on the treadmill, Thessaly, and uh, everybody else, if you decide to get on the treadmill, enjoy your time on the treadmill. I'll be outside, but to each their own. And uh, until next time, y'all, see you. 